You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome back to the Ancient World Podcast and our series through Dante's Inferno. And in this episode, we're going to look at how the Pilgrim and Virgil get into the city of Dies, the city of the underworld. So the storyline is that they are standing in front of the gates and we have these shrieking demons, the fallen angels, on the walls and the towers. And then Virgil goes alone towards them and he tries to speak with them, but they just slam the gate in his face. So then he goes back to the pilgrim and says that help is on the way and the help has already passed through the main gate of the inferno, the one we passed through in episode 3, in chapter 3 of the story. And then we have three furies appearing on the towers and they're calling for Medusa who can turn anyone into stone. But then suddenly an angel comes walking on the water of the river Styx and then he opens the door, the gate, with a wand. Then he shakes his head at the demons. And then he leaves again. So then the pilgrim and Virgil go through the gates. And then they come to burning tombs and flames burning up from the ground. So this is the sixth circle of the heretics. And in this circle we have several famous people. We have the Epicureans. We also have Farinata and Cavalcante di Cavalcanti, and also the tomb of Pope Anastasius. So then they go along this circle, and then uh, finally they come to a brink with vile fumes, and then they stop, so they can adjust to these odors. And then Virgil starts a little speech, and he lays out a map of the rest of the inferno. And this point is kind of a little resting point for us as readers as well. We get a feeling of an overview and at this point, we're in chapter 11 of the story, so it's uh, kind of one-third into the whole journey. So we're going to read some excerpts. Uh, this is more kind of storytelling in this, this part of the book. So we're going to look at when Virgil decides to go alone to talk to the demons at the gate. My wise teacher made some kind of signal, 
announcing he would speak to them in secret. They managed to suppress their great resentment enough to say, You come, but he must go who thought to walk so boldly through this wrong. This makes the pilgrim afraid, but then Virgil comforts him. And he says, Then that Lord who had brought me all this way said, Do not fear, the journey we are making none can prevent. Such power did decree it. Wait here for me and feed your weary spirit with comfort and good hope. You can be sure I will not leave you in this underworld. With this he walks away. I could not hear what he proposed to them, but they did not remain with him for long. I saw them race each other back for home. Our adversaries slammed the heavy gates in my lord's face. He stood there outside, then turned toward me and walked back very slowly. With eyes downcast, all self-assurance now erased from his forehead, sighing, Who are these to forbid my entrance to the halls of grief? So this is the point where they, where we can see for the first time that Virgil is failing and reason as the guide is not, uh, he's not sufficient to get them into the city of these and to open the gates. And then in the next canto, the help is coming. I saw more than a thousand fear-shocked souls in flight, clearing the path of one who came walking the sticks, his feet dry on the water. From time to time, with his left hand, he fanned his face to push the putrid air away. And this was all that seemed to worry him. I was certain now that he was sent from heaven. I turned to my guide, but he made me a sign to keep my silence and bow low to this one. Ah, the scorn that filled his holy presence. He reached the gate and touched it with a wand. It opened without resistance from inside. O heaven's outcasts, despicable souls, he started, standing on the dreadful threshold. What insolence is this that breeds in you? What do you gain by locking horns with fate? If you remember well, your Cerberus still bears his chin and throat peeled clean for that. He turned then and retraced the squalid path without one word to us and on his face the look of one concerned and spurred by things that were not those he found surrounding him. So this is the whole scene and the event when the help is coming and then they get opened up the gates. And it's also interesting to note how kind of absent-minded this angel seems. And he's not talking, he's not looking at Virgil or the pilgrim. It's just like a matter of fact, he comes and opens it and then they can move on in the journey. So then we're going to look at the last part when they come, they go through the sixth circle and then they come to the brink of the seventh. And it starts with, you reach the curving brink of a steep bank constructed of enormous broken rocks. Below us was a crueler den of pain, and the disgusting overflow of stench, the deep abyss was vomiting, forced us back from the edge. Our descent will have to be delayed somewhat, 
so that our sense of smell may grow accustomed to these vile fumes. Then we will not mind them, my master said. So they decide to take a little break and then Virgil starts with his lesson and he says, My son, within these boulders bounds are three more circles, concentrically arranged like those above, all tightly packed with souls. And so that later, the sight of them alone will be enough. I'll tell you how and why they are imprisoned. And then he goes on to describe the last three circles of the inferno. And uh, that's where we're going to stop the narrative in this episode. So just important points to note here is that there's a huge symbolism with the failure of Virgil as being reason and the intervention of the heavens with the angel. Also this point that Virgil is comforting the pilgrim that there's no way of stopping this. In, in a sense, pointing back to the idea of the grace of Virgin Mary, who is kind of hovering over the whole story, and that she's the one who sent Lucia and Beatrice and then down to Virgil to help the pilgrim who is lost in life in the dark forest, and that this kind of force underneath these events will make it happen, and that this resistance from the demons at the gate would all be in vain. So it also shows them that they cannot reach and enter into the deeper levels without some more help and support. And again, that Virgil's powers as reason is limited. And then you can also note how Circle 6 with the heretics is an extra circle compared to Aristotle's Nicomachean ethics. So this is between the category of incontinence and then the categories of violence and fraud. And you can also see here how after Circle 6 we have a kind of a resting place in the story, and Virgil is summing up the journey so far, in part as the pilgrim now has some experiences to reflect upon. So this is something that is coming now in this lesson, the idea that in order to gain knowledge, to gain insights into kind of both overall patterns and deeper patterns, we need a certain amount of experience, a certain amount of lived life before we can start seeing and understanding these deeper patterns. So that's all for this episode. And then next time we're going to hear more about Virgil's explanation of the map of the Inferno and then see as they move further into the seventh circle and then how they go deeper into the lower parts of this journey. So that's all for this episode. Hope some of this was helpful and thank you so much for listening. See you again in the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>